Hello, yes people. I'm Claire. And I'm Akumu. And together we are the, the yes, yes Girls. Girls. Why did we say hello? We mm-hmm. should have said hola to the bem. Uh-huh. And oops, that's the end of my Portuguese capacity here. Back to English. We, the Yes Girls, are two Nairobi based from the Lusters who are making it our mission to say yes to doing, being, and learning something different every two weeks. And we document our journeys. So this podcast is a strange and interesting result of us saying yes to sometimes challenging, sometimes fun, sometimes entertaining, and sometimes downright outrageous experiences. Yes, and sometimes those experiences are even sensual. Potentially beautiful and a wonder to watch. Um, maybe not in your case. Yikes, too much, too soon? Uh, yes, I think first we should tell people what we said yes to and why you're pretending to be able to speak any Portuguese. I know you've lived all over the world in your digital nomad days, but I don't think you ever said yes to doing... Wait, 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 let's <laughs> do it together. As this is something you just can't do as one person. Okay. We said yes to doing Kizomba. Yep. So we said yes to doing Kizomba. Yeah, yeah. I know. You probably are wondering what the heck is Kizomba. 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 Well, my definition, one of the best exports of Africa. And to be more specific, one of the best exports of Angola. You know, that Portuguese speaking country down there south of drc and east of zambia yeah it's yeah down there southern part of africa yeah that country and kizomba is not just a dance it's also a genre of music and possibly even an entire subculture on its own the same way i'm a piano right now is more than just a dance a music it's it's a more than just a musical genre anyway back to kizomba Right? Oh, oh, by the way, I'm a piano should be a future challenge, perhaps. Uh, anytime you say that, all I hear is I'm a piano. No, you're not, Akumu. <laughs> you're a woman, not a piano. Yeah, that, that, that one is amazing. Anyway, back to Kizomba, the other amazing African export. We got a bit sidetracked there. So Kizomba means party in a Bantu language spoken in Angola. And it's a dance and music um, that has stylistic roots in something called Semba, Kilapanga, and the Angolan version of merengue, which mm-hmm. some of you know, it's a Latin dance. It also has some roots in Zouk. That's also a Afro-Latin Latin dance. Mm-hmm. It's literally a fusion of various ingredients, lots of ingredients. Mm-hmm. So one key characteristic of Kizomba music is it's slower, it's romantic and more sensuous in its rhythm than salsa, for example. And it's the same for the dance itself. It's one of the most sensual couple dances you'll ever get to watch or do, if you're lucky enough, with someone. It has a lead and a follower, like many most other Latin dances. And the toughest thing for any follower who likes to be in control is to figure out how to let go and let the lead guide them with their torso and their right arm, which are kind of holding them tight and guiding them. What makes this a little tougher is that the couple, the couple is very much chest to chest while gliding on the floor with elegant footwork and smooth body movement. Yo, that stuff looks good, but that stuff mm-hmm. is hard. Yeah. Chest to chest and letting... You know, the quote-unquote man lead was a little challenging, to say the least. Mm. <laughs> at least it's also there's some, you know, I you can look at the legs and see, you know, mm. it can tell you where you're going next. But with Kizomba, you're literally 
you're, you're literally blind. Yeah. So you're look you're you're looking for seeing with your feelings. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. So that's that's the difference with Kizomba. Um and I guess it's important to say here that going in, I was coming in with some salsa, bachata and merengue knowledge, and Claire was going in with well, some Mexican and Kenyan swaying of the hips, let's say. <laughs> that's a nice one. You had waltz, no? Waltz? You've had a bit of couple dancing? No. I think you told me. I mean, in a Mexico, bit. just or at parties. Oh, I did some swing dancing, yes. That's Lindy couple, Hall. right? Yes, true. But it's I very different. Sure. Very different, yeah. Okay. And those other couple, mm. you know, couple Latin dances cannot really prepare you for kizomba, right? Well, it's a step in that direction, but it's a completely different dance. It's a dance. different, yeah. 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 Well, I guess we'll, we'll see. But let's just say that I've often been told, I don't dance bad for a white girl but I'm still very bad at taking orders, even if they are very gentle and sensual orders. <laughs> so how did we do? Did wow. we kizomba or did we kizombumble? I literally did not get that part. What bumble. do you mean? Bumble. When you bumble something, you mess it up. What? Kizomba that is, that or kizombumble? such a British... Uh, <laughs> well, anyway, to find out which we did, yeah. keep listening. Keep listening. Remember, this is season four and it's all about essential 21st century, highly desirable, sometimes highly marketable and definitely useful skills that are deliberately chosen to inspire, educate and entertain the 21st century success story. So for this episode, we have an expert and we're also turning to the future. Oh, actually, we have experts. Experts, yes. Plural. More on that later. Mm. Yeah, but so we're we turning got... into the future. And that's right. We're turning into the two year, the yes girls and boys and everything in between of the next generation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The actual boys and girls who in the literal sense of the word are kids. Yeah. Because we want to know what they think about the topics we've selected for season four. And of course, you already know that you'd be amazed at the things kids pick up on and the fun fantastic you know optimism they just show and the curiosity that they show us as mature people you know how to you know do because we've lost it in the quagmire of puberty taxes responsibilities adulting tiktok name it so what did two very smart kids i.e chris who's five and gabriel who's nine think of this topic did they even know what Kizomba is? Mm-hmm. Well, we had to show, not tell. We showed them a video on YouTube. Uh, it will be in our show notes. On their mommy's phone, because we had to <laughs> do that. And this was their overall reaction. What do you think of the dance, Toffa? It is horrible. Why? Because they shake their butts. <laughs> That's right. And you, what do you think of the dance, hand? I dance like Mhm. Would you dance like that in your wedding? Never. Why? I don't know. Okay. Such mixed reactions. I love it. At their age, I'd probably think it's horrible too. Yeah, it's not really a child-friendly dance, definitely. And I think it's very much a mature dance. So it doesn't surprise me that they think that. But I'm glad they watched it and got exposed to something new. And the interesting thing is the one who was not against it is in the liking girls phase. Mm. That's why he's more open to it. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Oh, I can get the girls with this. Yep. But now let's turn to the expert, or rather, experts. Yes, for this episode, we had to get an entire community behind us to help us out. We spoke to and wanted to learn from everyone. Dancers, 
So not just followers, but leads as well. Coaches, people championing Nairobi's or Kenya's Kizomba movement. So in this episode, you'll hear from Anne Mora, Andrew Belongo Opere, Wangui Mugo, all ardent Latin dance enthusiasts, Faith or Fifi from the Nairobi Dance Project, and Peter Okumu, aka Coach Biggie. I guess the best place to start with is Coach Biggie, um, who had some useful insights for us about Kizomba, what it is and how he learned it himself. All right, so if you just want to tell us your name, who you are, why you're here. Um, my name is Biggie, I'm Coach Biggie, but um, my official name is Peter Okumu. I'm born and raised in Nakuru, and uh, dance is part of me and I'm part of dance. That is Latin dances. That include uh, salsa, kizomba, bachata, merengue. But uh, it happened to be kizomba is my most favorite. Because I've, I've started dancing it recently compared to the previous dance that I've been learning. I started uh, learning salsa 2010, so a decade down the line. Yes, then I started learning kizomba the year 2014. Oh. That's why it's becoming my favorite. Yes. So what do you like about Kizomba? It's more relaxing in terms of physical movement, not that much vigorous compared to salsa or bachata. Then the music generates summer cool, relaxing. The basic set they're very easy to, to adapt to. They have their own unique kind of feeling. Let's, let's not, I, don't, I don't want to say it is emotion, like a feeling. It's just a flow of chemistry between the beat of Kizomba and other dances. And what would you say are like the basics for a woman? Salsa is everything. Salsa is the mother of Latin dances. So for you to become a very good dancer in all those dances, Latin dances, there are around seven of them. But mostly Kenya, we do practice salsa, Kizomba, bachata, merengue, zouk. Cha-cha-cha, not that much. But as long as you have the basics, steps of salsa, it will be additional plus when you're learning other dances. So it's good to start with salsa. And salsa is their mother. Okay. Like, I can't teach you Kizomba, like a good instructor who knows what he does, if I can't take you through basics of salsa classes. Interesting. Yes. Okay. You mentioned earlier something about segmentation. Yeah, like, when it's come to, 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 to Kizomba, what segmentation is all about, what we eat, being, it's like a flower. So you have to look in the goodness of a flower. Is it the smell, the sensory, or the colors? So when it's come to Kizomba, well, segmentation is everything, from the waist going downwards. Because if you notice, most of the Kizomba movements, the upper body part is constant, it's instant, we are not moving. For guys, Kidogo, somehow, but for ladies, from the waist going downwards, that's where you should put your concentration on. Because upper body parts like a dormant, I'm the lead, so you have to follow what I'm, I'm going to tell you to do. Like in terms of, I'm going to turn you. So I can't turn you if your body is not stiff upwards, okay? So when it's come to Kizomba, with segmentation, that is from the waist going downwards. And would you say Kizomba is easier for the woman but harder for the man? Because the man has to do the leading? Like, all, all, all of those Latin dances. Men are the leaders. So for ladies, like I'm giving you the way, like, can we go this way kind of? So it's like yes. So yeah, there is no there is no there is no specific dance you can say like a woman she's doing so much work compared to the guy. In Latin ballroom dances, the men are the one we are we are called leads because we are the one leading. So for you to lead, you're the one to 
put a lot of energy. You are the one to create the next move that you are going to take the lady. So it's all about calculation, movement, and creativity. So in terms of salsa, bachata, all those dances, we are the one doing the don't you work, we as a leader, your work is just to fall. And interestingly enough, everyone looks more at the woman than the man, usually. Yeah, we are, we, we, in other <laughs> lemma's language, you're being called the shadow. Uh, you're, yeah, you're creating whatever is there, but the woman is... I'm just stuff. transferring from my mind to her body. We also learnt a lot from our very own friend and book club member, Anne Mora, and we loved what she had to say. Take a listen. So I I guess I just always liked salsa just from watching it. Um, the first time I danced it was uh, when I was in campus. But then I never really like um, followed along with it. And then on and off I tried and gave up at some point <laughs> at some point. And then in 2019 is when I like really like was like I'm doing this now. Um, and then at that point, it was just salsa, but then when I joined in 2019, I realized there's more dances. So there was bachata and there was kizomba. And so, yeah, I started learning those two. Uh, and yeah, so ever since, and it's actually, for me, it's been a great way to meet new people because I also travel a lot. So I try and find like a um, community, a Latin community. Um, so yeah, it's, it's been great. Like in other countries? Or yeah. In other countries, like every country has a Latin dance community and that's how I meet new people. Um, yeah, it's, it's been a great way to meet new people. So yeah, you just go to the socials, find people, like-minded people at least. So yeah, it's been cool. Would you say Kizomba is the easier or the harder? Oh yeah, it's the easier one. I, I'm glad I started with salsa because salsa is the hardest. Um, and then I found bachata and kizomba. Bachata was easier, then kizomba was even easier. I was like, oh man, this is so cool. And once you know salsa, I mean, the rest are easier to learn. So it's harder to learn kizomba first and then go to salsa. Uh, but yeah, kizomba is definitely the easiest to dance. And it's actually now my favorite. I used to think I love salsa until I learned kizomba and now kizomba is my favorite. Um, it's just, and then fun fact, kizomba is Angolan, unlike bachata and salsa that are, you know, like um, Latin American. Kizomba is, is from Angola, um, which for me, maybe it's a bias because it's African, <laughs> but also it makes sense to me why it's so slow and sensual and yeah, because it's, it's from the African people are slow and just like to enjoy life <laughs> I think <laughs> and what would you say is the basic like move if you had to describe like how to dance mm -hmm. as a woman yeah um, it's all in the hips um, it's really just shifting your weight from one hip to the to the next to the other like basically that's it so the entire that's the basics of it like shift weight from one side to the other and so even if you're not like I first thought like you have to be voluptuous and for it to look nice. I am most definitely not a voluptuous woman, but <laughs> um, no, like it really, you just need to shift your weight from one side to the other and it gives that like illusion, like, you know, that you're moving voluptuously. <laughs> that's not even a word. But yeah, like that's the basic. Yeah, you just need to shift your weight. And then it's um, the other thing I would say as a follow, because I'm a follow, um, there's a lead and there's a follow. As a follow, um, 
you really just need to trust and that's for me was the hardest thing actually but now I'm, I'm, I've been able I've learned how to trust the person leading me uh, which for an independent woman that's very difficult to do um, but yeah so really the, the trick is to trust the other person and not like listen to what they're, they're saying with their bodies you know so like if he lifts your hand up just let let your hand go up and if he moves you to the right just move to the right don't think don't think don't overthink and i think that's the best part because it just helps me relax and not like overthink life shout out to you mora thanks for those awesome insights if you notice those clips are from an actual latin dance event here in nairobi hosted by two amazing people we have to mention here that's uh joss and sophie yeah Joss is a professional Latin dance instructor who taught his partner Sophie a couple of years back. And if you listen to our very first episode, Saying Yes to Being Vegan, you'll remember that name. Sophie was instrumental in our very first challenge of saying yes to being vegan for an entire week. And before then, I had met Sophie during my own Latin dance events phases back in uh, 2020 and 2021. Thanks to yet another Yes Girls expert, Alvaro Daza who was our expert for the TikTok Dance Challenge episode. Shout out to you, Alvaro, Sophie, Joss, and to the Sip and Dance community that's so welcoming. Mm -hmm. Yeah, thank you, all of you. We also went to another Afro-Latin dance event, the Kizomba Afterwork Social, which is hosted by Nairobi Dance Project. It's a Thursday evening affair. Picture a cocktail event with a dance floor and about 30 people learning the dance steps for an hour being sur and surrounded by people sipping their cocktails or after work drinks. It's definitely where we were able to finesse. I'm not sure that's the right word. <laughs> we were able to make some oh, yeah, semblance, semblance of finessing or yes. learning our Kazamba <laughs> steps. Listening to Faith, a.k.a. Fifi, one of the organizers and trainers and a fantastic dancer. So, Jonna, just tell us your name and what tonight is about. Uh, my name is Faith, uh, but my stage name is Fifi. Tonight is a Kizomba After Work uh, Social. We've done this for a couple of years. Before COVID, we were also doing it, uh, but uh, with a different name. Uh, so, tonight is basically an, an avenue for people to come and dance and network, especially after work. Um, not many people don't have like uh, social events to go to, especially again after COVID. So we try to offer that avenue with the common thing being dance, because we love dance, we love to share it, we love to create a community of dancers. And yeah, uh, we have been doing it as the Nairobi Dance Project. It is a child of the Dance for Charity Foundation. Um, so we are under the Dance for Charity Foundation, but we just work as dancers in the Nairobi Dance Group. And would you say, like, bringing people together, socializing is one of the key things for you about dance? Or what is it that, that keeps you doing this? Personally? Um, yeah, because um, professionally I am a therapist. Um, so I try to infuse the concept of how we can still use dance to heal. So that's why I personally love it. I've done it myself. Cool. All set. Now that we're sure of what Kizomba is, we can set out to do the challenge, right? And it's you getting us started for this one. Take the lead, Claire. Sorry, actually, considering that you're talking about Kizomba, maybe take the follow.
Yes, Akumo. It's definitely take the lead in my case. I think I'm too much of a control freak, control freak to just relinquish control like that, but more on that later. I've never been afraid to dance, even though I have no specific talent or skill for it, or even a propensity to develop a talent or skill for it. <laughs> dancing is something I've always said yes to, even when I've never really been very good at it. The great thing about dancing, as Alvaro told us in our TikTok dance episode, is that it's about expressing yourself and about how you feel more than anything else. <laughs> more, about, more than how you look or move, really. And I've always lived by this. In primary and secondary school, I took part in dance performances and shows, my highlight being a dirty Diana masterpiece oh my with God. socks on our hands and white masks on. Do you have a video? Well, if I get enough inbox requests for it on Instagram, <laughs> I'll share it. I do have it. Send inboxes It's very now. poor quality, but you can see the, the socks on the hands. Oh, it was brilliant. <laughs> Then when I moved to Mexico as a student, I fully got into the booty shaking and everybody dancing and everyday dancing that goes on there. Whether it was mostly under the influence of beer and tequila or just the fact that everyone is more in touch with their inner rhythm and their body, mm -hmm. I'll leave up to your imagination. But I loved it. I would salsa and bachata like nobody's business. But, and this is the big but, my, my big but wasn't the big but. So it did get bigger in Mexico, <laughs> namely because of the beer and tequila and, and tacos. tacos. Uh -huh. <laughs> but it was usually just the spontaneous form of salsa. I don't know if you know what I mean. Like... Where both parties are both kind of just doing their own thing. And you're a follow, so you pretty much well, don't have to do anything. And you, no, but I wasn't really following. It would just be kind of, you can kind of be holding hands and like you do your own thing and you're not like necessarily taking... Oh, so really, it was not couples. It, it was couples, but you know like when you're dancing with someone and, and you're like, we don't know the rules and neither of us oh. are very good. So you just kind of dance. You might like hold Wait, hands. You didn't have and like experts to dance. No, it was just, you just dance. Honestly, you just dance to the rhythm. Interesting. And you know, everyone maybe knows the basic, like left, left, mm -hmm. right, right, front, front. Mm -hmm. But you just f go with it. And that's the type of salsa or Latin dancing that I know. Mm -hmm. I never learned moves or techniques. Mm -hmm. So fast forward to Joss's Kizomba event and I was a bit perplexed <laughs> trying to figure out how to make my hips look like that and what makes Kizomba different to all the other dances. I bought too many salsa hand movements, mm -hmm. not authentic ones, just stupid white girl ones mm -hmm. and too much like pole dancing hip swaying to it, in my opinion. <laughs> I love that it's slow and sensual, but it also the fact that it's slow and sensual does make it harder to just jump in and improvise. Yeah. And make up for lack of skill or talent with enthusiasm, like I've always done with other Laf Latin African dances. Mm -hmm. I don't know if that makes sense. Yeah, makes sense. So so it felt like it's more, there's so much. It's not so complicated technique, but you need to know it. But you, you need can't to know. Fake it. Yeah, you can't fake it. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you can you can follow, sure, but to really be able to do it beyond just the like, just follow me stage you can't just like go with the rhythm mm -mm. Okay. right yeah. whereas with salsa you can just distract people with like hand movements and feet, foot movements and people don't and know with it. salsa there are moves where you're not in front of a person you know yeah you yeah. can kind of each do your own thing and then you come back together right yeah so i i definitely have more than enough enthusiasm But mm -hmm. as soon as there is some discipline or structure to it, my enthusiasm and energy dips. Mm -hmm. I guess if you try and do things properly, then you can no longer get applause for just winging it and make <laughs> it look like something, like how it's supposed to be, right? Just yeah. making it look like something 
approximate just by getting stuck in. So I guess that sums up my experience. But that being said, I absolutely love watching any sort of dancing. Mm. And one person that we both observed at Joss's event was Wangui. Oh, my God. Wangui Not going to lie. Both of us had a bit of a crush on her, yep. on her dancing mm-hmm. and just how she moved her body. Mm. So let's hear from her. Okay. Yeah. So do you want to tell us a bit about yourself as a dancer? Um, your name and what do you as do? As a dancer, my name is Wangui Mugo. But I go by the name Tash when I'm dancing. I, uh, I am a mother. I've been dancing since 2015, November, up to now. What made you join? Like how? I have been meaning, I've been wanting to dance salsa since way back, even when I was dancing the wrong steps. Like since 2010. So later when I joined campus, I found some people who were dancing and I was like super interested. So I learned with like three months, I was pro. Wow. Yeah. Agent's passion. And do you dance kizomba? Yes, plenty. Plenty of kizomba. What's like different or unique about kizomba compared to the other dances that you like about it? With kizomba, it's more sensual. Salsa, you don't really connect with the person you're dancing with. But in kizomba, I can... Plus in kizomba, you can talk to the person you're dancing with. But in salsa, there's a lot of movement. We don't get to communicate. But when I'm dancing kizomba, I can talk to you, get to know you, get to know your name. I can move my body the way I want to. Yeah, we saw that. It was amazing. (laughs) I prefer dancing kizomba more than salsa. So what would you say to someone who's looking to learn kizomba and knows nothing about it? What tips would you give them? Just be free. Kizomba kizomba is just uh, just dancing to the beat. You don't really need to know what to do, but just follow the person who's leading. And I think it's just... Simpler than dancing any other dance. Kizomba is the simplest. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Kizomba is simpler. Plus, when you are a lady, you get to dance. Whatever it is that you do is a shine in Kizomba. Whatever it is you do is a shine. Yeah. And you're telling us like this, like in every town, whatever town you go to in Kenya, you yes. find dancers. Even if you don't know anyone, you go to Facebook, uh, Kizomba in Nanyuki, Kizomba in Naivasha, Kizomba What's in... What's the name of the Facebook page? Any. Any. Yeah, in Nairobi, they, are, they have groups, they have specific names, but when you go to Facebook, you Google Kizomba in Naivasha, you will definitely find the name of the group in Naivasha. And go to Nanyuki, the same. Go to Embu, I've been to Embu and I didn't know anyone, but I attended a class there. Wow. Yes. It, is, it is like almost like the whole of Kenya. That's you, awesome. You can never lack a group. Yeah. Cool. Isn't that awesome? So it's a whole movement and a community and everybody deserves that, to be part of a community and get together with like-minded people. I guess I already found that with running and Mm -hmm. to a certain extent with pole and podcasting. Mm -hmm. So maybe I'm not diving headfirst into this challenge because I think so much of it is about community. This is not headfirst, it's it's waist first. Waist first. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly, nothing's going in first. But I would love to continue, I mean, I'd love to go back to such an event and see if I can break out of my own control freakness Mm -hmm. and get even just a little bit stuck in. Mm -hmm. So look out for me at the next Nairobi Dance Project Thursday evening after work Kizomba session. You never know, you might just bump into me or... Bump into my arms. Or bump into her chest because <laughs> that's what you're going to do the whole night. <laughs> I 
I come in, I came in, um, so I think you don't know this, but I have taught salsa at some point. You taught salsa? Uh, not taught, but it, it's not like, you know, teaching doesn't mean you're an expert. It just means you're the only person who could have done it. <laughs> so I was teaching it in a in a small like Catholic uh, space. I think in Strathmore, if you've ever heard of Kerry, it's like an Opus Dei place. And people used to come in. So I, I went, so by the time I was going to Venezuela to teach English, I knew the basic steps so that by the time I would go to a party, I told my fr my Venezuelan friends, please get me someone who knows how to dance. So that's how I got better at it because now they, they didn't give me just anyone. They gave me the best dancer out of the friends group. So that's, so salsa for me, it's just natural kind of, because that's what I used to do in parties and everything. And that's how, that's how I learned bachata in my time in Latin America, merengue. So those three are, are fine. And for me, bachata is the hardest. Um, and then in high school, I've done a bit of dancing, but kizomba, even with all that experience, kizomba just felt so difficult. For me, it just felt so aspirational. You know, those things you just see and you're like, yeah, I'll never do that in my life. You know, <laughs> something that I, f I think I'll only do in my wedding or something or with someone who's like really special, you know, because to me, it looks, uh, it, it looks so sensual that it looks like something I wouldn't want to do in public. I'm not, mm -hmm. I'm not even a PDA person in public, so I feel like... PDA being public display of affection. Yeah, so I feel like Kizomba is literally like, yeah, it's just too much sensuality. Um, so that's why it's for, for me it was aspirational because it's something I don't feel like doing and it's something I feel like I, 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 I felt it was difficult. And that's why it's a yes challenge because we choose things that <laughs> both of us just find what you find difficult. So from the event, we, we went to both events. I think the first one we were with Joss. Joss showed us some steps. Mm -hmm. Shout out to you, Joss. And Coach he Biggie showed, as well. She showed us some steps. Coach Biggie also showed us some steps. But I think in that event, I still could not get... You know, with Salsa, you can know there are like four moves that you can figure out. But with Kizomba, there were no names. I couldn't figure out what steps. I think Coach Biggie got, told us the steps, but it had to be the second event we went to. That was an hour long and they had names to the steps. Now that gave me a mindset of, yes, for me, you have to break it down. And uh, if so in the second event, when they broke it down, I was like, Phew. okay, now there's some, I can see some hope to my aspirational dancing of this thing. Um, so I think I, I did a few steps. Um, I came in early enough to do, I think, 40 minutes of those steps. Mm. You came in, I, th I think, 15, came a little bit later. 15 minutes later. Yeah. But it, I love that event. It was really cool. We are all, you know, I was next to a line of newbies and we we're all asking each other, you know, the, the blind leading the blind. That's exactly <laughs> what was happening. And all you get to do is look at the people in front of you. You're all in a line. They're like five lines of 10 people each and everyone is just trying to catch the steps and the trainer has a microphone and is telling people which step you're doing. Uh, yeah, so that was cool. At least I got some aspect to the steps. Uh, now how it works on the dance floor, um, I think we had to dance with Andrew for me to get it. And I think when we danced with Andrew in that event, that's when I was like, oh my God, this thing is not aspirational. It's actually possible. Mm. Uh, and Andrew makes it seem easy. So shout out to Andrew. Uh, Andrew, will you'll hear about him later on in this episode. 
Um, so I think the only thing that I feel is challenging for Kizomba, even from that event, was just the waste movement. Yeah. Jeez. It's like, even in salsa, you can literally get by with just not moving your waist, not moving your chest. But yeah, there's one girl who told me even salsa, as a woman, you should be moving your chest to make it more sensual. I'm just like... That's okay. the next level. But Kizomba is just everything. Even the basic is moving the waist. Mm. And that is crazy. And Wangoi did it perfectly. That's why we have a crush on her. Big time. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that way it's moving. I, I don't know if uh, that's what makes it still an aspirational dance for me. Um, sure, it has been mis- demystified by, you know, the amazing guys who coached us one by one and stuff. But I'm happy to leave it as just a fantasy for me. Something that if I really get into, I'll really get into it. But it will have to be the significant other. And for my wedding or something. No half <laughs> measures. <laughs> but I definitely recommend this dance for anyone who wants to, you know, explore the sensual side, who wants to explore how to let go and, you know, give away some of control, like like Mora said. And how to just be in t- more in touch with your body and your waist. Yeah. So recommend it. So how did we do? Well, we asked an ardent Afro-Latin dance enthusiast and fellow podcaster, Andrew Balongo Opere, to rate us. But he had to see us dance, right? And he literally had to dance with each of us. Unfortunately. (laughs) Unfortunately for him. (laughs) Yeah. Yes, my name is Andrew Balongo Opere. I'm a podcaster of the Revenge of the Forsaken Gods podcast. And I'm here because I invited... Uh, Clara and Fiona from the Yes Girls podcast to experience Kizomba. And what happened is they came late. But despite coming late, I was very impressed when I danced with them, they were able to apply what they were able to learn. So if I was to rate, I would give Fiona 7.5 and I'd give Clara 7. For the main reason that despite having like 25% of the class, they were still able to follow me, which is the key aspect of Kizomba, following. And it is active listening. So the fact that they were able to relax and listen to my lead made it enjoyable that even if professional dancers looked at them or any other person, they'd think that, oh, these are just regular Kizomba dancers. So that's how I would rate them. And uh, yeah, I'm glad they came out to enjoy this. Thank you, Andrew. That is too generous. <laughs> a, a bit too generous for two uh, Kizomba dummies. Like new new to Kizomba. But uh, thank you, Andrew. Uh, you should definitely check out Andrew's podcast. It's called Revenge of the Forsaken Gods. So beyond Kizomba and the Latin dances, which he's very good at, he also has that podcast. So follow him on your fave podcast app and also on Instagram. That's at revengefgods. Cool. So what do you think about Andrew's ratings? Generous, huh? Definitely generous. Um, Especially as when I was dancing, I was just cracking up, laughing at myself and feeling awkward and feeling like I was bending my body in a really awkward way because Mm -hmm. you're being held so tightly at the chest. So like, wait, but I'm going to step on his feet. And then I know people are looking at me and I can't look down. You just have to look up. You have to look forward. Yeah, because you can't see your legs. Yeah, Yeah. So you're just facing outwards and then... I mean, he was a great lead. He really was. So yes. I could just follow, but I just didn't feel like I was I was following well, right? My moves were just 
yeah, I just felt felt kind of awkward. But it was nice to be able to actually move around the dance floor with someone and I didn't step on his toes, or at least he said I didn't. Um, and he was very patient. So I think that that's crucial, like going to these events and feeling like you're in a safe space, you can experiment mm -hmm. and get to a place where you're learning. But everyone there is still learning, however advanced yeah. they And are. even the experts are very happy to take you through even the basic steps. Like it's, yeah. it's, a, it's an amazing community we have here where you can just go to an event like that, be super fresh and someone is willing to dance with you so that's the amazing part of it so is it something you see yourself moving forward with i think you said yes. yeah let's say i'd love to go back to the socials and just like i said dabble try and get not necessarily hips was it not head first hips first <laughs> uh but just dip dip a little toe in and mm -hmm. <laughs> dip the corner of my hip um so i, I really do want to but i can't guarantee mm. and you me, yeah, like I said, for my wedding. That's it. It's still a fantasy. It's inspirational. It's not something I want to do with a stranger. Yeah. If you want to dip your toe or corner of your hip into the world of Kizomba and Latin dances in general, check out the Nairobi Dance Project on Instagram. It's simply at the Nairobi Dance Project. For personalized classes, check out Peter Okumu, a.k.a. Coach Biggie on Instagram. He's at Biggie underscore busy that's biggie with ie at the end underscore busy with ie at the end b-i-z-z-i-e watch out for the next sip and dance event by joss whose instagram handle is at joss lion underscore official and finding joss also means finding sophie and their amazing dances together and if you want to get more details about kizomba check out the show notes we'll put everything in the episode description below so just click below this episode Want to know the easiest way to be a yes boy or girl right now in just a few minutes? It's an easy do-be-learn approach. Let's start with the do. And you can do that by simply subscribing to the podcast. So whether you're listening on Afropods, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, CastBox, or anywhere else you listen to high-quality, amazing podcasts, wow. all you need to do is click subscribe or follow. That way you won't miss the next episode and you'll help more people discover the show. And for the B, this one's easy. Be a Kizomba dancer. Also, <laughs> <laughs> also be a sharer. So share, spread the word about everything you've heard about this topic, this podcast on social media. And don't forget to tag us at Yes Girls Podcast so that we can show you some love and thank you in the best way possible. You can also tag each of us at Akumu Fiona and at Half Baked Claire. And finally, for the learn, what's your biggest takeaway from this episode, the season, or the whole podcast? Don't keep it to yourself. Share it with others by leaving us a rating on Spotify or an actual review in just a couple of sentences wherever you're listening to us from. So that's it for the do be learn approach. You can say yes to it in just two shakes of a lamb's tail after we're done here. I love it. <laughs> um, and if you don't already follow us again, ad nauseum, follow us. That's at Yes Girls Podcast everywhere we are waiting do it now and you feel free to follow us for behind the scenes footage resources images videos of us dancing kizomba and everything else we get up to when we are doing being and learning and you can also drop into our dms or comment on what you like what you want more of if you want to get involved through sponsorship or collaborations or as a guest maybe you've said yes to something let us know once again that's at yes girls podcast
shimmy on over to some Pisha Productions out of Snowball Studios with Ernest and the Oba, who produced this episode. Wiggle those hips, Akumu, towards Sam Kagwara or Cags of Eterno Concepts, who did our amazing logo design. A one-two step for Pet O'Brien, who composed our theme song. And hold on tight to Gabriel and Chris, our yes kids, for this episode. And of course, let the rhythm flow for all of our guest experts this episode. Jocelyn, Sophie, all the people of the Nairobi Dance Project and all the members of the Nairobi Afro-Latin Dance Community for letting us into your spaces and your arms for this episode. And all of you, the yes girls and boys and everything in between. We could dance with you all night. Oh, yeah. All night. All night long. For listening to us and supporting us. Please keep on doing it as we look forward to season five. And a whole lot of yesticles to come. And as always, you can expect things to be a little different next season. So, yeah, as you heard, this is the last episode of season four. Thank you for being with us. There are no more episodes, but there will be many episodes to tantalize you. So get your fix next with our Yasticots. And don't worry, there are plenty of episodes to catch up on if you're anxious for more content. Four whole seasons worth. You can go back and get inspiration for what you might also want to say yes to. But in the meantime, keep being you. Keep um, saying yes. And we'll keep being us. Claire. And Akumu. They yes girls. Yeah, yeah. Hey, you didn't say it together. Again. No, together is that we say it together. Okay. Let's Four start seasons again. and you still don't know this. Let's do it. We'll keep being us. Claire. Yeah. And Akumu. They the yes girls. girls. <laughs> it just sounds like something is missing. <laughs> and together we are the yes girls. Oh, see, see, see. Dungu, 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 dungu